Welcome, family. Thank you for coming in today, July 23rd, Bible College Curriculum. Let's go ahead and get started with the Lord's Prayer, please. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. In Jesus' mighty name, hallelujah. Welcome again. God bless you, family. Thank you for being attentive to our spiritual needs. Thank you for collectively enjoying our teachings. Thank God for Kenneth and Gloria Copeland that I put it up for free and the uh, Faith to Faith website kcn.org where we can read it by ourselves but if you're driving you're working or you're up you know doing and about you can listen in and get a nugget of the god's word into your heart and i'd be happy and we'll all be rejoicing in the word of god amen can strangers see jesus in you today's topic by kenny copeland can a stranger see Jesus inside you? Can they see the glory of God in you? Can they see that you've been with Jesus, that I've been with Jesus? Amen. In Acts 4.13 says, Now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men, they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Jesus, Acts 4.13. You know, something in the back of my mind tells me that I came from 30 years of truck driving, you know, and, and no college, with very little college and so forth. And so I'm a self-made uh, disciple of Jesus Christ. Everything I tried and read on my own and libraries and so forth, um, didn't have any formal tried of corresponding courses. I did five corresponding courses so far in this lifetime. And the only one I ever finished is the one where I had a person calling me and telling me, keep going like I'm doing to you. Keep going. You're in the right place with the right information, headed in the right direction to heaven with the right set of problems for us to conquer to thank God for our problems. They become our platform. We say, yes, yes, yes. Let it be, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for this teachings. Thank you, Father God, for carrying us on your shoulder and helping us to understand and to have victory over ourselves, over this world, and to help others come along. So I encourage you, amen, pick up Pick up your bed and let's follow Jesus. Amen. Let's follow our brother, our big brother, Jesus Christ, who loves us so much and cares for us so much, just like a brother would. I knew when I was growing up, I wish I had an uncle, a brother, or someone when I look, I can look to for authority, discipline, love, and uh, a righteous living life. I didn't find anybody. Everybody was drinking and brawling and and giving all kinds of bad advice. But I knew in my heart, like we all knew, there is a better life and a righteous life to live, that God has put that in our heart. And we found it, folks. We found it in Jesus. Amen. We found it in Jesus.
All we got to do is focus, focus a little more and be excited that millions and billions of us are doing the deal. We're headed to heaven. Thank God. And we're taking as many as we can with us. Salvation for the masses in Jesus name. Amen. And now our teaching for today. How would you like to be so full of glory of, of God that is unmistakable to those around you? How would you like for people to be able to know just by looking at you that you've been with Jesus? It's entirely possible if you are born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, the same mighty power that changed you inwardly when you were saved can so revolutionize your outwardly outwardly that even strangers on the street will be able to see Jesus in you. One of my favorite testimonies is the one Jerry Savelle tells of the time he was in a shopping mall with his wife, Carolyn. He was flowing from one store to another, casually passing time with Carolyn until Carolyn finished her shopping. A woman walked up to Jerry and said, Will you pray for me? Since he didn't know the woman from Adam, he was puzzled. Or out of all the people in that mall, how was it that you picked me out, he asked. She said, the Lord told me to come to this mall and someone will be here who would pray for me. I came here looking for that person. I noticed a beam of light. It would go into one store, wander around, then go to another store and wander around. So more, I followed the light and I found where it was coming from. And it was coming from you. What was that light? What was that light? The glory of God. It was shining from Jerry, much like it shone from the face of Moses when he came down from Mount Sinai. And that radiant presence of God brought healing to the woman when Jerry prayed. Just as the fact that Peter and John had been with Jesus was unmistakable, so was the fact that Jerry Savelle had been with Jesus when he, the lady walked up to him in the mall. When you spend time with Jesus, it will be undeniable. His power and His glory will be reflected in you to the world, and His presence upon you will meet needs everywhere you go. Take time to be with Jesus today. An additional reading is Acts chapter 4, 1 through 20. Peter and John before the council. While Peter and John were speaking to the people, they were confronted by the priest, the captain of the temple guard, and some of the Sadducees. These leaders were very disturbed that Peter and John were teaching the people that through Jesus there is a resurrection of the dead. They arrested them, and since it was already evening, put them in jail until morning. But many of the people who heard their message believed, so the number of men who believed now total about 5,000. The next day, the council of all the rulers and elders and teachers of religious law met in Jerusalem. Annas, the high priest, was there along with Caiaphas, John, Alexander, and other relatives of the high priest. They brought in two disciples and demanded 
by what power or in whose name have you done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, said to them, Rulers and elders of our people, are we being questioned today because we've done a good deed for a crippled man? Do you want to know how he was healed? Let me clearly say to all of you and to all the people of Israel that he was healed by the powerful name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, the man you crucified, but whom God raised from the dead. For Jesus is the one referred to in the scriptures where it says, The stone that you builders rejected has now become the cornerstone. There is salvation and no one else. God has given no other name under heaven by which we must be saved. The members of the council were amazed when they saw the boldness of Peter and John, for they could see that they were ordinary men with no special training in the scripture. They also recognized them as men who had been with Jesus. But since they could see the man who had been healed standing right there among them, there was nothing the council could say. So they ordered Peter and John out of the council chamber and conferred among themselves. What shall we do with these men, they asked each other. We can't deny that they have performed a miraculous sign, and everybody in Jerusalem knows about it. But to keep them from speaking their propaganda any further, we must warn them not to speak to anyone in Jesus' name again. So they called the apostles back in a, and commanded them never again to speak or teach in the name of Jesus. But Peter and John replied, Do you think God wants us to obey you rather than him? We cannot stop telling about everything we have seen and heard. The council then threatened them further, but they finally let them go because they didn't know how to punish them without starting a riot. For everyone was praising God for this miraculous sign, the healing of a man who had been lame for more than 40 years. Amen. And that was up to verse 22. Thank you, family. Thank you very much. We're hallelujah. We're in the winning team, God's team. Let's go ahead and pray out with our evangelistic prayer that Jesus taught his disciples for the work that there was in front of them. Jesus said, this is how you should pray. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Amen. You notice that there's protection in the prayer. We're going to be in the midst of crushing devil's heads and breaking the the works of the devil. The devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. Jesus has commissioned us to go out there and give life and life abundantly and to destroy, as he did, the works of Satan by releasing the captives free, healing the, the, the people's hurts and agonies, and encouraging and being a blessing to others 
with the love of God. Amen. That's who we are, folks. We're the people of God, one holy race. Thank you so much for loving and being a kind person. I love you, and thank you for all your hard work and your support of God's kingdom and his people in Jesus' mighty name. And all of God's people say amen and amen. Have a great day, family. Give them heaven.